Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Ask the Tech Coach. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and today we are celebrating all things Google. We have a great show today featuring the brand new Google Educator Group, New England, and we are going to talk all things Google, how you guys can help keep your teachers organized. But of course, it wouldn't be a, a but of course, it wouldn't be an Ask the Tech Coach without my good friend and co-host, Miss Susan Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I am great, and I'm so excited to get together with uh, you guys from the north with this Google Educator group. Thank you for letting this Kentucky girl uh, join you up north there. And welcome, everybody, to Ask the Tech Coach. This is episode number 139, celebrating all of Google. And you know what, Sue? Not only are we celebrating Google, we are celebrating some of the great stuff that's happening here on the TeacherCast Educational Network and the big fact that... We've got some great things happening over on our Tech Coach Network. We've got some great things yes. happening on the Teach Better Network. And we've got some great things happening over on your website at Tech Imaginations. Sue, what's been going on this week at Tech Imaginations? Well, we're gearing up for the end of the year in the next few weeks. So a lot of my postings, my Tech Tip Tuesdays are going to be all about organizing and cleaning out your Google Drive, your learning management systems, and all of those good things as we get ready to end the school year and begin a new one soon thereafter. And we are looking forward to all of that stuff. Of course, if you're looking for more information, check out everything over at Ask the Tech Coach. But don't forget that today is all about Google. I want to bring on a good friend of mine, Miss Jennifer Judkins, onto the show. Jennifer, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. It is so good to see you. Thanks, Jeff. Great to be here with you guys. I am so looking forward to this. You have brought three amazing Google educators with you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today, and please feel free to introduce not one, not two, but three amazing educators. Jen, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, That's great. It's uh, it's really um, a pleasure to be here with some colleagues of mine. So we um, have just recently launched a Google Educator Group New England, and It is not limited to New England, Susan, so happy to have you and others from across the country starting to join us. Um, You know, the purpose of these Google Educator groups that that are launched all over the country are uh, to really just help to bring some local resources for potential local meetups, but also to have resources that are available online and available to anyone. Um, and that would also mean that we are trying to host events that are online that, that can be accessible to anyone either live like this program or as recordings afterwards. So um, this will be yet another resource for us to add to the website that we have, the website uh, that people can take a look and start to see what we have available and what we're building in terms of resources and opportunities for teachers is available at gegnewengland.com. And from there, people can join to sign up for more information and to receive uh, resources as we make them available. And that link will be in our show notes also. 
Great. Thanks so much, Susan. And I, uh, I do want to welcome with us uh, Jolie Boucher, who is um, coming to us from Plymouth, Massachusetts. Jolie is here with us, um, as well as Christina from New Hampshire. Right, Christina? And we have Jen Thomas representing our uh, folks over in Rhode Island. And so we are uh, just a portion of the team of people that are working together to try to curate these resources and bring to you as quickly as possible because Google is constantly changing the updates and information that is going to be most impactful to teachers in the classroom and their use of Google Apps with students. Which brings us to our topic tonight, Jeff. We are doing all our best right now to help teachers go through the ending of their school year. I know with our district, we've got amazing educators that are working with their students. I know you guys are doing some great things up in New England, but today we are talking about keeping things organized. But we're not just here for ourselves. We are here for you guys, and we are live on YouTube, on Facebook. We want to hear from you guys. Please do us a favor if you're listening to this live. Leave a comment below. We would love to have you guys participate in our live chat. And first of all, let's just kind of talk about this organizing, keeping things organized, wrapping up the school year. Jolie, what are some of the things that you like to do when you're working with teachers, when you're trying to organize yourself? What are some of the things that you're doing to keep yourself and your teachers organized using Google? Well, I love using Google Keep for a checklist. So I make my headers in Google Slides and I'll have a header for my technology checklist and I'll have a header for my library checklist, for my evaluation checklist. So I'll have you know, five or six different headers that I put on top of my keep notes. And then every morning I come in and I check the keep notes and I, I can check them off. And I like how I can erase the check marks once the task has been completed. And it's a really, it's a must have for me. It, it really helps me stay organized. So I like sharing that with teachers and I, I found um, that they thought that was very beneficial as well. So. You know, so there's a lot of great ways that teachers and students can be keeping organized and especially as tech coaches, helping those uh, teachers stay out. So what are some of the things that you and your teachers work on these days as far as helping keep things organized for the end of the school year? Well, if you've listened to me for very long, you know, I'm all about color coding my team at works work makes fun of my flare pens all the time. But definitely, like Jolie was talking about with Google Keep, I'm able to color code both in my personal Google account and my school Google account. So I can have colors that mean various things and as well as in my Google Drive with my color coded folders. So having that color coding option is huge for me. And I share that with my teachers and they appreciate it. They're flare pen fans too. I notice a lot of the organization comes from visual things, making sure that we can see the differences between different files. There's a lot of great things in there. What are some of the other things that we can use in Google Drive, in Google Keep, Google Slot, anything? What are other uh, organizational tips do you guys have? I'll throw one at you. And this one, um, Sue, you may enjoy this one. Uh, I, we have a YouTube channel for GEG New England, and we're starting to put together uh, videos that go through all of the little tips and tricks that we're telling you, some of the things that we're telling you tonight. So go check that out. One of the ones that I put together for Google Keep isn't out yet. Uh, it's scheduled to be um, put out later on this month. So here's a preview to it. There's a Google Chrome extension 
called Category Tabs for Google Keep. And what it does is when you install it, you'll see it in your Google Keep navigation on the left-hand side. And it, it ties into the colors that you have for your Google Keep notes so that you can now have kind of another layer of organization. It's really super cool. Um, and it, it, like I said, it gives you another layer of organization. So if you have blue across your calendars and your Google Drive and your Keep, that blue is gonna be for math or something like that, you can keep consistent across the whole thing. So it's really, I would suggest go and explore it. That is that, awesome. Wow. That is really nice. And I love that they're not just going for the regular red, yellow, blue. I mean, they've got a lot of different options on here, Christine. Yeah, and it's it's all the colors that are already in Keep. So it ties right into them, and then you can say this color is going to be for whatever topic that you want. And you could see right at the top there, at that top across the navigation there. And that actually came from, I saw a YouTube video where somebody was talking about a Keep uh, tip and I saw it and I didn't know what it was. I took a screenshot. I tracked the woman down on Twitter and I sent her the screenshot with a big red arrow. It said, what is this? And uh, she put a video together just for me and DM'd it back to me through Twitter. So in the video that I put onto our YouTube channel, her information is on the back there because she's got some great stuff on her feed too. You know, Christina mentioned that we have a great GEG New England YouTube channel. Check it out today. We've got a lot of stuff, as she mentioned, every other day of the month, meaning Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We are launching brand new videos featuring Google Keep, Google Slides, organizing stuff. GEG New England is not just about sharing. It is about making sure that all the stuff that you need is right there for you guys. Hit that subscribe button, click the like, and leave some comments on those videos. Let everybody here know that you guys are using that video and that you guys want to be a part of GEG New England. Jolie, let me bring you over here and ask, if somebody wants to join us as a GEG New Englander, what do they need to do? Sure. Well, we do have a form. It's bit.ly slash join g-e-g-n-e and we can put that up right and once you fill out the form we will contact you with information on um, our website and all of our um, upcoming events and you have the option to join our mailing list and our google group so please consider signing up and we'd love to be in touch and stay in touch with you and of course, you can check all that stuff out over on our Bitly link. We're going to make sure all that stuff is there. I want to bring up Jen Thomas tonight. Jen, how are you today? I'm great, Jeff. How are you? I'm happy to be back. It is good to see you here and welcome back on Ask the Tech Coach. Now, you are not a stranger to keeping things organized. What are some of your organizational tips and tricks? So I I love Google Keep. Um, I love helping my teachers with it. I love advocating um, for it with student organization. A lot of my special ed teachers use it with their, their students who need help, um, a lot of like extra attention with organization and things like that. Um, but Google keep is only as good as it is when you're actually using it and looking at the lists and checklists and to-do lists and, um, notes that you're using in it. So what I love is the notification feature. And one of the specific types of notifications that you can set in keep is a notification based on location. So if mm -hmm. I go into my note and I set a either a uh, time or a location and the location's great. So I could put in the address of my school. 
and say, when I arrive to the address of my school, remind me to check my mail, for example. So every morning, I'll get a little notification on my phone through the, the Google Keep app saying, check your mail. Because I will walk right by my mailbox if that little notification doesn't go off because I'm, you know, focused, ready to go into work. Um, that's just an example. But so, yeah, you can you can set it based on reminders. Um, and that helps a lot with I, I would say that that keeps a lot of would keep a lot of students organized as well. So when you get to school, don't forget to turn in your permission slip to your teacher or I mean, there's a million different ways that you could use that. But I think it's pretty fantastic that there are reminders in keep that are based on location rather than just like the like with calendar it's great the reminders are great they pop up you know 10 minutes before the event but the, the fact that it's based on location i think just makes it a little bit extra um, helpful for for me and i'm sure for lots of students as well i love the fact that you can say when you're near something let this remind me um, there's a lot of great features that we can do to make sure that, you know, as we're going through our busy day, maybe something of course can get uh, kind of wept away here, making sure that we have everything available. Jen, I see you shaking your head. What are you excited about organization, especially as we go through, you know, this is a topic you and I have talked about a lot. We talk about keep organizing, email organizing, drive organizing. What are some of the other things that teachers can be thinking about as they start to wrap up their digital lives this year? Yeah, so actually this is going to be the focus topic of our um, May 4th meeting coming up for the Google Educator Group. We're going to be sharing out and we're in the process of creating video resources to help teachers in this area of, similar to what Susan mentioned at the beginning of the episode um, around how to wrap up the school year effectively when thinking about your Google applications, uh, whether it's drive organization pieces, things that you can be doing around Google Classroom, some, some best practices are around how to archive your classes and return work at the end, uh, email cleanup and Google Drive cleanup. So there are many areas that the kind of the end of the year is a good time to kind of do a reset on some of these things to put us in a good place for starting at the end of the year. And another sort of related area that will be um, We'll be touching on uh, will be the concept of taking your stuff with you, whether you're a graduating senior or a um, teacher that might be moving on to a new district, for example, uh, using the Google Takeout tool and understanding the options that exist within Google Takeout for teachers and students. So when we're looking at organization, Jen just mentioned the whole Google takeout thing. And I know we're going to be talking about this more in depth in a, in a couple shows from now over on askthetechcoach.com. Um, how do you bring up the subject of Google takeout? It's a tricky one. It's kind of like saying, hey, I know you're leaving. Why don't you try this? It's never an easy conversation, or is it? No, not at all, unless you already know and have had that conversation. Thankfully, I've had a few who, with whom I've had a good relationship with. They've already been asking me because they know they're leaving. What do I need to do to save all my files in case I need them or I'm going somewhere else? So, you know, it's just one of those things as a tech coach, you have to be the curator, the resource for that information and help get it out there. Whether it be you or your IT director, they need to know this stuff in order to successfully transition either out of the school or into their new district and they need to have those files. 
Now, help me out, guys. Is Google Takeout something that everybody can do, or does that have to be done at the admin level, or do you have to ask permission to do it? Are there still rules of what things you can and can't take out? Does anybody have an update on where the world of Google Takeout is? Yeah, I'm, Google Takeout is something that has to be enabled by your district administrator, typically the person that's in charge of the admin console. Um, I, it's something that we allow for staff and students, but there are some districts that may not. So if it's not allowed, I always encourage people to speak with their um, technology department because sometimes they just aren't aware because it's something that they need to enable. And there are so many settings within the admin console. It can just be a matter of people not knowing that that's there. Um, we have a canned response email that we send out to staff that are exiting as well as students around this time of year that are kind of coming to the end of their senior year if they're in high school or eighth grade year for our middle school students because many of them transition to other schools, of course, as part of that kind of um, that year ending. And so we automatically provide that information proactively. I noticed like when, when you were asking Susan about whether it's an uncomfortable conversation, one of the things that um, I thought about is one of the things that I often tell teachers when I'm first introducing them to the concept of storing their precious you know, resources that they develop as part of their lesson planning in Google Drive is to assure them that their stuff is still theirs. They still can take it with them if they go somewhere and it keeps the content still in their school account. So using Google Takeout doesn't remove things. It simply makes a copy and can do yes. so um, into a new Google account. And so it can be used at any time as a backup storage option as well. So it's not exclusively available for the purpose of exiting, although that's probably the most common use case. Very good point. And there's also another tool that goes along with that, and that's a Google transfer. So I was refreshing myself on these concepts earlier as I get ready to train my teacher. So takeout is going to make a downloadable, downloadable file for you, and then transfer is just going to go ahead and transfer it straight over to another account as long as you have enough space in that account. What, what do I want to do? Which one do I need? Which one should I be recommending? Well, that's all going to have to do with if you're a teacher moving to another school or a district, what type of environment are they in? Are they a Google environment, a Microsoft environment? I would personally just do the Google Takeout, have that folder so I can save it on a hard drive, external hard drive, what have you, just so I have that backup personally. Or if you're just transferring it to a personal account, maybe you're retiring, you're not going to need all that. So just transfer it to a personal account and then go through it later or never go now, through it again. Or <laughs> Now, remind me here, and I know you kind of mentioned it, it's taking the stuff out of my account. What happens if I have items in team drives? What happens to those things? So just to be clear, it doesn't actually remove things from your drive. It simply makes a copy. So it's important to know that because people worry about the timing of it, Jeff. If if they think it's removing, they're worried about, well, when do I do it so I can get everything, but not so early that people can't find my thing. So it's good to remember it's a copy essentially that's happening. And the nature of that copy is determined, as Susan points out, with if it's a transfer versus takeout. One is a zip file download. Um, to essentially Microsoft Office format. That would be the, the classic takeout I like to refer to it as. And the takeout transfer option is the direct from one Google account to another Google account. Um, 
there, I have a detailed blog post and we'll be, again, we'll be diving into this a little deeper, but that kind of goes over like what happens to shared files as one example. So shared files will move um, with takeout only if you have added, if you've added those to your Google Drive, which is something you can do with shared items, but don't have to do, right? So when people share things with you, if they just stay in shared with me as sort of this kind of clearinghouse of the, I always refer to shared with me as like the messy closet that you like keep the door closed on because nobody goes there to look for stuff like you shouldn't be. If you really want a resource, you should be adding shared files to your Google Drive. And if you had done that, um, or if you've done that with any files, those would be part of your takeout resources that would come with you, um, even though you don't own them. When I'm looking to do this, whether it be I'm leaving a district, I'm backing up my own things, what do I need to do to prepare for this? You guys keep saying it makes a copy, which scares me because I know in my school drive, I have hundreds of gigabytes of video. Um, Do I need to be worried about these things? So... There, you know, there are there are starting to be file storage limits for Google Drive, although they're pretty significant. It would be pretty unusual unless you literally have like the HD version of Lord of the Rings trilogy and all the Star Wars movies. Like you probably are not hitting limits like that. Most people have documents, and um, and yes, some video content, but typically not long videos. They're typically shorter video clips, and so they're not terribly large. Um, when you do takeout, it is um, it does ask you about which application. So we're specifically talking about Drive right now, Jeff, but you can do takeout for email and other Google services. Um, so you're you are, you are able to control which services you take out. But then when you pick a service like Drive, you cannot granularly take out only certain folders. So it is kind of an all or nothing thing. So what usually people would do is they might clean up their drive before they make that move um, or after, because when you do move it, it all goes into a single folder. And so you maintain your folder structure and you can kind of go in there and clean up after the fact so that you're not really, which, which is something we encourage teachers to do because certainly if any of the files that are moved are files that contain uh, personal information related to students, Um, that's obviously a reason why they would need to go through and make sure that they clear out any of those files and delete those files. And that's part of the information we share with teachers as a reminder of their professional responsibility when they use something like Google Takeout. So that is important, right? Like if you've got a bunch of stuff in Google Drive, you really can't um, be granular with that. I mean, if you've got a bunch of videos from your kids, those are coming over. If you've got videos of yourself building Legos, those are coming over with you too. You've got all these different things happening. Um, I know that many teachers might be just grabbing everything and you know th- they might run into a thing from Google saying, oh, you're over the limit. You need to now pay for Google. Um, does Google let you transfer all of your stuff into an account that can't quite manage the capacity that you're bringing into it? No, if you don't have enough room, you're not going to be able to get everything over there. So you need to definitely pick and choose what you're going to want, clean out prior and have it organized before you start to take out. 
So we talked about Keep. We talked about Files. We talked about Google Takeout. Um, Jolie, I know one of the things that you work on a lot is data. When we're looking at data and putting data together to not only wrap up this year, but also try to get ourselves organized for next year, you've got a really interesting tool that I know you love to share that is really good for data. It was like a studio. Th- what was that called again, Jolie? Oh, Data Studio. Data Studio. Is it Data Studio or Data Studio? What, what, what's, what's the commonality here for New England? Data, I say data. Yeah, um, I love Data Studio. I don't work with a lot of data, surprisingly. I feel like people think I do. I just like I like playing with Data Studio. And when I do have a chance to work with data, I have a lot of fun. So um, Data Studio is something that was first introduced to me at the Innovator Academy um, by Wanda. And I just fell in love with it. And I just have fun whenever I have data. I like to play around with Data Studio. And yeah, I feel like I'm getting excited just talking about it. I'm definitely not an expert with it, uh, but it's relatively intuitive. And I have fun learning um, online with other um, data studio using educators. So that's how we did compile our um, all our resources on the gegnewengland.com website. We you know gathered the resources using a form and then the Google Sheet is generated after um, the form submissions have been received. And then you just go to Data Studio. Um, what is the, the link? It's um, it is datastudio.google.com and then you connect your data source which is your sheet and then you have a lot of fun customizing and adding filters and you can add images and text boxes you can color coordinate with themes yeah i i really enjoy using data studio so that is what you will see on the gegnewengland.com website is you'll see a link to our data studio and it is going to continue getting better and better we're learning more about Data Studio. Um, Jen and I were just playing around with it before we hopped on the call. So we are looking forward to making an incredible resource um, for you to go back and reference whenever you need, whenever you need some new ideas. So that sounds like a very enjoyable evening. Just two Googlers <laughs> and some Data Studio. You had me a color coding, really. <laughs> if you guys are out there live, please do us a favor and let us know. Leave a comment, share a picture of some Legos. You never know what's going on tonight when people are watching here. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for joining us as guests and also as members here of the GEG community. Jen, there is a new event coming up soon in uh, May, uh, May the 4th, I believe, for anybody out there who's into Star Wars or Star Wars Legos <laughs> or anything like that. Um, tell everybody what we can do on, on May the 4th. Yes. So May the 4th is our uh, GEG New England monthly meeting. And during that time, we will review some of the newly released Google updates. Again, really focusing on those updates that are most impactful to teachers and students. And we will also be sharing more detailed information around Google Takeout and end of the year tips for getting ready to uh, kind of wrap up the year. And the nice thing is that, you know, it's not a long episode when we do these, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And uh, then we follow with the rest of the month of slowly releasing videos, as you pointed out earlier in the show, that uh, every week there are new video tips that are short, you know, under three minutes, uh, showcasing one particular thing or new learning for teachers if they wanted to subscribe to those video updates so they can get a little bit of new learning um, each week. 
Excellent. Uh, let's go around the room. Where can we find out more about the great stuff that you're doing? Um, uh, Jolie. So I do blog um, quite often at www.flippedtechcoaching.com. And I'm on Twitter at Jolie Boucher. So I'd love to hear from you. Christina. I don't blog. I wish I did, but I don't have time. And, you know, fantastic to those of you that can do it. You're awesome. Uh, but I am on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter and always uh, ready to share. I'm at Mrs. D M R S D I. Jen Thomas. I'm in the same boat as Christina would love to blog and have lots of amazing things like Julie. And someday I will, but for right now you can catch me on Twitter at blended lib girl. Jen, thank you so much for helping to put all this stuff together and bring the entire GEG New England on. But you've got a great website, too. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about the great stuff you've got going on? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So I blog on a website called teachingforward.net, and that is also my Twitter uh, handle if you want to reach out to me. And there is a recent post actually featuring some of what we talked about today specifically around the use of pictures in checklists in Google Keep and the value that that adds to students who have struggles around executive functioning. So um, some instructions there about how you would add pictures and why that's an important thing to consider doing um, when you're using things like Google Keep to go beyond just word checklists, but, but having that image piece and why that's important. Nice. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. And Sue, you know, as we wrap up this episode of Ask the Tech Coach, there's so many great things happening in the world of Google. Um, we're, of course, going to be covering it each and every Monday. So if you guys are checking yes. it out, go over to askthetechcoach.com and download each and every episode. We would love to have you guys a part of our Teacher Cast Tech Coaches Network. And finally, Sue, where's that great site that you do that you have all of your Tech Coach tech tips on? Come and look for me on techimaginations.net. Excellent. And we want to say thank you guys for watching live, showing up, and of course, subscribing to this and every episode here on the TeacherCast Educational Network. And on behalf of everybody here in GEG New England, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys out there live to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.